0: Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show, the podcast empowering women entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and company brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the LinkedIn Branding Show. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michelle B. Griffin, joined by our other co-host, Michelle J.
1: Raymond. And Michelle... It's a sunny day here in Sydney. I just want this one on the record because it's pretty much been a whole year without it. Let's record this episode so I've got a memory that I actually had some sunshine at some stage.
0: No, that's fitting, because today where I live in Pensacola, it was our first fallish feeling. And I say fallish, because not quite fall, but I actually worked outside today. So it was beautiful. So we're in good spirits. Today we're gonna talk about something not a hundred percent LinkedIn, but it's so important to have this concept nailed and this internal stuff nailed before you put yourself out there. So Michelle, let's talk about what we want to tell everyone because this affects us too.
1: Look Michelle, whenever I'm doing training with clients, there's a little piece in the back of me that is a bit sad because a lot of the time, I know that no matter how much I tell other people and how much I show them how to do things, they won't go and do it because there's all kinds of fears, self-limiting beliefs and things that get in the way for us to actually get out there and start doing the things that will help build our brand on LinkedIn. And it doesn't matter whether it's a business brand or a personal brand, they get in the way either way. I need to tell you that I have been challenging myself this week and I want to share with people what's been going on with me because you know we like to tell it what's and all. I need to tell you first up that in my head I'm not creative.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right so in my head I'm not creative. In my head yes I'm smart and yes I can do all kinds of other things but creativity is one of those mental blocks for me that I just say I can't do it. Now you've on the other end of discussions where I, you know, almost wanted to throw my computer because of Canva because I'm not creative. It's another way that it gets in. And what do you say to me?
0: I said, who did your LinkedIn show graphics? Because I love them. You have evolved, Michelle. That was a self-limiting belief, but you stuck into it. And now you're doing beautiful things that I'm emulating and want. I'm like, hey, yeah. can I have a template to it? It was beautiful. It's the funny thing because
1: I say I'm not creative, and then you say, oh, Michelle, who did you get to do this for you? And I say, I did it. And you go, uh, hang on a minute, what's going on here? You hate Canva, you told me. We've had many a discussion where your eyebrows raise going, what are you talking about, Raymond? Like, what is going on here? Because what I'm putting out obviously doesn't match what my head thinks. And so one of the challenges that I've set for myself in the last week has been to create YouTube shorts and Instagram reels. Now in my head, they are the scariest place in the world to try and be, in my mind, creative, which is why I'm forcing myself to do it and learn something new. So that's been a bit of a journey over the last week. I cringe when I do it, but I've had some kind of good feedback. I know your way that this has played out has been way different. So how does your limiting beliefs come in? And then I'll tell you what's been, you know, how I've kind of gotten past it.
0: Oh, absolutely. But I want to say I have seen your YouTube shorts and your Instagram reels, and they're really good. In fact, case in point, your one yesterday that you put up there and the music you Used to illustrate it, I remember thinking, wow, that's so creative. You know, so we put limiting beliefs in ourselves that really no one else probably thinks, right? But when you let that story dictate and hold you back, that's where the problem is. So I love that you are forcing yourself. And that's exactly what I did when I did my put yourself out there challenge, which is more like a push yourself out there. I jumped off the proverbial clip in 2021 because I had a limiting belief that I just didn't. I couldn't do it. I was just held back, right? Even though I was helping people do it, I was held back. I don't know. I just didn't know what I overthought. My big thing is, Michelle, you know me well, I overthink. I overanalyze. It's like being a little kid on the top diving board, looking down and wanting to do it so bad. What else is in the deep and having fun? And you're just scared. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. How do I do it? You know, too many things. So, for me, just like you did, Michelle, for me, that's why I did that challenge. I had to force myself publicly and there was no going back. And so there was no way last year when I was doing that, even though there were many weekends, I'm like, why did you say yes to this? Thinking to myself, I did it. Right. I actually ended up with like 531 posts. So we have to get out of our comfort zone, which is where we all stay because it's fun and easy and Nothing's going to happen to us to our growth zone, right? And the growth zone is where the magic happens. And it is for you. I've seen you do it time and time again. You wrote that book last year, right? That wasn't easy.
1: Definitely wasn't. It wasn't even on my list of things that I thought I'd ever do in my lifetime. And now we're writing the LinkedIn branding book together as well. I love that you use that analogy of you were standing there and couldn't jump. And then all of a sudden you became the Red Bull cliff diver, going off the highest heights, doing it every single day. And I was like, how did you go from that to that? But it was an action. Ultimately, it's an action. As a business owner, one of the things that I struggled with in the beginning Was that I had to do a whole bunch of things that I don't particularly enjoy doing, or in my mind, I'm not good at. But to grow my business and to grow my brand, I have to be good at a whole bunch of things, you know, a really broad spectrum of different tasks on a daily basis. For me, the creativity side is the one that's such a big part of creating content, I believe. And so I had to become friends with it. And when I, Broke it down. I was like, at what point did I decide that I'm not creative? And I think it comes back to when I was a kid. I was so sporty and I played sport 24 7 if I could. And so in my mind, I'm a sporty person, not a creative person, because the creative people were off doing music lessons or doing art lessons or things like that. And I was off doing sport and training and all these kind of things. I feel like it's like a construct that even came. If I look back, my mom would probably have said she's not creative. So there's this story that gets handed down and then I go, okay, I'm not creative as well. And then now I'm like, well, why aren't I creative? You know, is there actually a gene that says you're not creative?
0: I don't know. (laughs) Well, one thing I do know that I am, and you never want to ask me to do this because no matter how much I want to tell myself, I cannot sing. I am toned up. Like you never want me to sing on this show or anywhere. Uh, no, it's so bad. Like that's something I can't, and I'm not even going to try, but for you, Canva became your friend. You're very creative. You put yourself out there now for other people. If you want to get a LinkedIn, start a newsletter, get on LinkedIn live or start an audio show. It is so scary. And I get it. I had to do all those things too. And even To this day, you and I get that little humanistic twinge, even when we go live, even though we've done it. But I want you to remind yourself and everyone listening, that's the way we're wired. You know, we all have this internal fear safety net to protect ourselves. But that's not what keeps us growing, right? We have to keep getting out there. And that's one of the things you find what works for you. Like I had to do a public challenge to jump off that diving board, you know? And it got me in the groove. It started those micro moments that became habits. And now, even though I'm doing it like three or four days a week, I still have that groove carved in me. So it's not scary. But if something takes, I don't take it personally. You know, I'm taking the high level view here, not the day to day traction.
1: Something that served me well, no matter what job I've worked in over the last 20 years is I'm not doing heart transplants at the end of the day it is a post and we need to put it in perspective that it becomes like yesterday's news and 24 hours 48 hours later it's gone people don't recall that information that's why we have to keep repeating it so often so i think when you're building a brand there's lots of little actions that you can take which for me it's about creating these instagram reels and youtube shorts which Again, that's a whole other conversation and I cringe thinking about it. But if I look at it, I've actually been able to reach a whole different audience. I've even got an opportunity to go on a podcast with someone that I don't normally interact with on LinkedIn, but somewhere along the line, we I think last year when I was on Clubhouse and everyone would go to Instagram to find you and you couldn't direct them to LinkedIn. I think that's how we got connected. And then so it's rekindled that relationship But what I want to say to people is that's my thing. And I'm not saying that you have to go out and make Instagram reels or YouTube shorts. But what I'm saying is if you are someone that is held back from building your brand on LinkedIn and you want to stay in business and you want to grow your business or your side brand or your personal brand, you have to take an action. Now for you, it could be say, Michelle, just pressing like on somebody else's post that We use that like, oh, just go and like, just go and comment. But for some people, that's really fear inducing just as much as what these Instagram reels are for me. So what other little actions do you think people can take that might be scary, but if they can start to do it, they can start to build their brand?
0: Mm, Good thing. Well, there's a quote that I have used and posted about, and I actually use it in my presentation, The Power of Putting Yourself Out There. It's a wonderful quote by Eleanor Roosevelt that says, You shouldn't worry so much what people think about you when you realize they so seldom do. And that's nothing to be really mean-spirited. But when you think about it, the posts that we think, you know, you're cringing about, it's a nanosecond in someone's light. They're just moving on. So we overthink things and you should never take anything personally, right? Now, the best way to do it when I work with clients who want to have a little bit more courage to put themselves out there, the pre-work warm up the feed, warm up yourself, warm up the room, build up to that connection pyramid. So the first thing is don't even get on the platform. Just check it out. You know, when you go to a place and they always say, go there a little bit early and check it out. So you're comfortable. Same thing if you're on LinkedIn, right? If you're just getting on, you want to get the feel, just go see, you'll see how it works. And I think that's part of it. Just showing up and checking it out. Okay. So that's the first thing. So do that a few days Then I think you'll get comfortable. Then I would definitely start liking people's posts, remember? And then maybe start the next week, a comment, right? Or how many days, you know, just give yourselves a rhythm and a cadence on this. And just each day, maybe even write down like for two days, I'm gonna do this two days. I'm gonna do that and just track it. So you can see like, that's how I was when I did the challenge. I would every day track my post. And so I saw it. It's like the Seinfeld street builder method and you can google it which is something like if you check something every day you'll see like a chain and that just is mental motivation so to speak so i would say build up slowly and start doing that and each day you get a little bit more clarity and confidence i have
1: something to share with you which i only found out just this morning from a member of the linkedin pages team There's a new feature coming that's especially for small businesses, which you are going to love. It's the Streak Builder. So you will get a notification to try and encourage businesses to do one post per week over four weeks because they know if you post consistently, you've got more chance of essentially growing your page, getting better engagement. It's that top of mind. We want to stay relevant. And so As a reward for that, so it's a streak builder and it actually shows you, you did week one, week two, week three, and week four. And then out of all of the pages that have actually completed that, LinkedIn is going to be doing a featured post as part of their posting, which will highlight some of the posts that have gone out to people. So there's going to be a reward through pages for having these streak building. And when I saw that this morning, I was like, I know one MBG that is going to be loving that.
0: <laughs> I love it. They're taking that concept to LinkedIn and the company page arena. Absolutely love that. So I encourage you. Yes. You know, this is show is all about doing your personal and business brand. In a previous episode, we told you all about starting your business company page. So get on that street filter and do it. And then, you know, for those who are in my 365 creators community, everyone has my street filter you can download and it's. Broken down by day and month, and and that's always been a fun way. But you know, whatever works for you. But you got to take action. I read a quote by us, uh, a prolific LinkedIn creator, the other day, and it struck me. And he said, "If you don't take action, you're just a dreamer, right?" So, ooh, that took that struck me as wow. You know, you always read that one thing that stays with you, and that's so true. If you don't take action, you're just a dreamer. We don't want to be dreamers. We want to be action takers, right? And you do that one nanosecond at a time. And, and sometimes that's all it takes, just showing up and then doing that one little thing and then start back the next time.
1: Look, like I've shared on quite a few episodes and I won't go into the full story, but you know, I do LinkedIn Lives weekly because I was too scared to do a five minute video for a course. You know, there's so much growth, but that first leap, that's the hardest one. And I think that's the one where if we break it down into something small and connect it to our much bigger personal or business goals and have a reason for actually taking that action. And really, I've seen some people over the last kind of, I'm going to say two months, Michelle, while we've been really encouraging people in different ways with the show, um, our lives and posts and different things. I just am filled with pride when I see that someone who hasn't done maybe a particular kind of content has taken that first action and they reach out and they tell us, I did this because of you. And so I would say to those same people that there is someone in your community out there that is just waiting for you to rise to the occasion and show them how it's done. This is what we would love to build is not just a LinkedIn branding show, not just Michelle Squared, but a community that's built on pay it forward and help others to stand out and rise up on LinkedIn. So with that being said, Michelle, what's a tip? Uh, We love to give tips at the end of every show, actionable tips that people can take away. What would be yours this week?
0: All right. So I would say, you know, I've already given you the great tip about just showing up and warming up the room, but come find a supportive community. Michelle and I both have communities that you can be embraced. Mine started when I put myself out there on January 1st and I asked, you know, other people, hey, you want to do it? Never told people, just said, hey, you want to come? So we're now the 365 Creators and we're all about those who are putting themselves out there and building. And Michelle's, group is all about cheer squad for good embracing women in a small cohesive community so the links to both our communities are in the show notes so reach out and join us we are very supportive and we are here to help you along your journey that's yeah amazing
1: because i think when you've got the support of others around you and you realize you're not on your own on a platform, which ironically you have 830 million plus members, but it can feel really isolated when you're first starting out. It's kind of like everybody knows everybody and you're the odd person. Go and join Michelle's 365 Creators Group. It is amazing. And there's so many cool people in there. My advice, if someone is out there and too scared to post on their personal profile and you have a business. I've got a way that you can stay anonymous and have a practice at doing posts and that's do it through your company page. Now, I often find that people are less scared when they feel a bit more anonymous and I'm not going to say hiding behind the page because that's infers the wrong thing, but when they do it via the page and it's not connected to them personally, even though it might be exactly the same post, it feels different. And so if you're looking for a safe place to start, a baby step, the company page can be a really great place to start your post. So I encourage people to maybe start there. If the thought of doing it over on your personal profile is just too much, I have a lot of success with working with business owners and their teams by starting with a company page then we build up our confidence and then we can come across and start repeating some of the similar stuff on our personal profiles. So that's my tip for this week.
0: Brilliant. So I feel like we have two good, really inclusive ones to help you take those baby steps out there. So Michelle, this has been a really good episode to help people get the courage, get the clarity and the confidence to put themselves out there and start building their personal and business brands on LinkedIn. So I just want to say thank you to all of you who listen to reach out and support us. It's immensely appreciated by Michelle and I. And if you find this episode valuable. We'd be so honored if you'd give us a rating and review. It just helps us build our reach and share our show with more people. Michelle, do you want to close this out today or should I do the honors?
1: I'm not going to close out. I just have a request. If something that we've said today has inspired you to go and take action, we would love it if you reach out and connect with Michelle and I on LinkedIn. Let us know that this is having an impact. Keep encouraging us to keep going because It really does inspire us to come up with so many different ways. And the LinkedIn brand new book's coming out on the 18th of November. And I'm going to keep telling everyone that because it's getting closer and I'm getting more excited. So we will share more as we get closer.
0: But again, please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. All right. That's such a big ditto for me too. We're here for you. So with that being said, we're going to catch you next week. But until then, keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build a business to grow and people to impact. We'll see you next week. Take care. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in today. You know, more women like you need to be out there on LinkedIn, building their personal and company brands. We would be so honored if you could leave us a five star rating and review so we can connect with more women and reach more people. That's it for this week. So until next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.